Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber Snacks. This is David Myers, and I'm fortunate this week to have a special guest. I've got Andy Jones, the CEO of Fortress Security Risk Management, and he is been in this space for a long time on both the preventative side as well as the response side of data privacy and security incidents. So Andy, I want to welcome you. And as you know, the purpose of the show, the format of the show is to keep things as tight as possible. We try to stick around five minutes per episode, no more than 10. And so with that in mind, I ask you one critical question. If you could give one tip, one trick, one piece of advice to our listeners when it comes to maximizing their security, what would it be? So David, uh, thank you for, uh, thank you for the invitation. Thanks for having uh, us on the show and being able to participate. Uh, I would say uh, a singular tip, a single bit of advice is a daunting task when it comes to cybersecurity. However, uh, given uh, what I believe to be the audience that's gonna be listening to this, if I were an executive uh, or a business leader and I were contemplating uh, our, our, the organization's current cyber posture, I would say the best advice I can give you is trust but verify. So trust but verify, that's a phrase that, you know, I, I hear bandied about quite a bit as well. What exactly does that mean? You know, it, uh, the, the, the evolution of cyber threats over the last several years, uh, the continued evolution, the continued expansion, uh, it, it's it's something for me when I say trust but verify as it, as it relates to this question, what I'm really thinking of is we, we as an organization think that cybersecurity is a business problem, not an IT problem. Much of, uh, much of your audience today, much of the listeners probably are still thinking about cybersecurity in a classical sense that it's an IT problem. And while we have great IT talent inside of our various organizations that are out there trying to protect us day in and day out, secure our information, protect our users from you know, bad actions or accidental actions or, or sometimes just outright reckless actions, it's really not an IT problem. IT is only a portion of it. Uh, as you well know, there's, there's, a, there's a, a wide gamut when it comes to risk. If I were an executive and uh, uh, sitting across the table and someone said, trust but verify, for me, what I really think about is I know my teams are trying to do the best job they can with the, the tools they have at their disposal, with the talent they have at their disposal, and frankly, with the treasure of the organization uh, that's able, that, that is at their disposal. I will tell you that it's, it's rare that all organizations uh, are doing this well. I think there's a belief uh, across the board uh, that needs to be dispelled, one of which is who's a threat. There's a, there's a common misconception, misperception out there that uh, organizations aren't necessarily a target for these bad actors unless uh, they're a global manufacturer that happens to produce a part for for the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter, or if they're in healthcare and they have millions of uh, re healthcare records, I, it's not the case. Everyone today uh, is a target. Uh, these, are, these bad actors don't look at it purely from a targeted specific attack uh, mechanism. They're looking at it from more of dragnet phishing. If I can get somebody to click on a link, whether that's business email compromise or ransomware, 
and just just allow somebody just that slight slip up that alone is enough for me to infect your network uh, and create a further activity whether it's again a ransomware a business email compromise or or set me up for some sort of larger data exfiltration uh, or uh, true uh, cyber espionage that's all they're looking for so when I say trust but verify, uh, ask the tough questions, uh, get outside opinions, uh, make sure that you can prove what you think you're asking is occurring, whether it's your patching efficacy and, and how well your systems are being patched, uh, the training efficacy and how well your, your users and employees are being trained. Uh, and then maybe maybe it's your insider threat program. If you even have an insider threat program, how do you know that the associates and employees that have access inside your system are truly doing everything on the up and up? Uh, more and more, we're seeing that 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 vector specifically, the insider threat being uh, an area of concern. So I, it would sound to me like you know a big part of what you're recommending then is to make sure that the controls that we put in place are actually moving the needle, accomplishing the goals that they're put there and, and intended to do. So you mentioned a really good, simple example for people to understand, which is, you know, patching of systems. You can install a utility or what have you that is supposed to keep all your machines and applications up to date. But unless you have somebody going out and actually double checking and making sure things are up to date, you don't know if the system's operating the way that it's intended to. Is that a fair statement? Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, uh, it's rare that I've never been in an environment uh, or talked to anyone where they've said, we have plenty of cybersecurity people working internally, helping us out. Everyone is understaffed in this space. Uh, if you look at the jobs report, Internationally, the jobs report for cybersecurity, there's three, three and a half million job openings that are not going to be filled anytime soon. So when, when, you, think, uh, when you think about those policies, procedures, control mechanisms that you put in place to help protect your organization, your clients, that data, um, how, how, how frequently are you inspecting it? It's, uh, if you want to dumb it down to the simplest, Let's go back in time 20 years and let's just talk about backups. Uh, everyone implements backups, or at least everyone thinks they implement backups in a backup strategy. 20 years ago, the proof in the pudding was, did we do our annual tape re recovery effort to bring back online a failed server or a couple failed servers? And once in a great while, a particularly ambitious CIO or CTO would launch into a, a, a data center recovery exercise if there was some catastrophic event like a, a, an attack on their data center or a complete loss of a data center. If in today's world, the way these attacks proliferate, the, the way they spread, the ease at which they, they spread, we really have to go back to that basic of, can we recover our environment and prove it, right. prove it. Not just talk about it. Don't show me a report where you tested one server. Prove it. Show me that you can. You have the resiliency in your cyber posture to be able to recover your environment. Uh, don't accept a report. Show proof. So, Andy, I think that that's great advice. I think that everyone listening here to this should take this piece of advice and go back to whoever says they've got their 
arms around your security posture and say, okay, that's great. I, I really believe in you, but I want you to show me. So I think that that's awesome. Andy, thank you so much for that tip. And thanks again for being part of the show. Not a problem. Thanks, David. Have a good day. You too, sir.